Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. And I am Joanne Reed. Girl. Woo! What, what a, a week. What a, what a week. The, this day feels like a week, actually. You, well, because you were stuck at the airport. Can I just complain for one second? Just a, just a moment. It's so rare, so yes. Yeah, I just want to complain for just one second. So the thing I hate about, I, feel, I hate everything about flying in, air, in an airline. I hate flying, <laughs> period. I don't like. I'm with you. Right? I feel it's unnatural to be that high up in the air. It's te- I'm terrified of flying. I don't like it. Same. They've made the it planes. It doesn't make sense that planes at fly. All. At that all. They're huge and they fly. And then, but no if they're sense. small, I'm even more scared. Yeah. So I want them to be as big as possible. How is this machine in the air? How this is it heavy up ass machine? How? Right? So you're already uncomfortable and unhappy yeah. with it. Secondly, they've changed the planes where they put more seats with less space. So inside, <laughs> they've added more seats. So you're crammed in closer. You, even if you get in first and, you know, thank God for the upgrade, having a lot of miles, you get that upgrade. But you're up there. But just to get <laughs> in the plane, this is the process of getting in the plane. The four people in front of you, even if you're going in first, which thank God you get to get in a little early. How are four people in front of you in first? Eight oh, you of, mean across the row? Yeah. Okay, or the people you. trying to get in. There's like 10 seats in first, like right. nine people in front of you. You try to get in. And they're all like, well, you know, I think I'll go in. And then... uh, (laughs) It's the slow process to get seated. To get in. You know, and then I got my bag. And you know, I'm going to put my bag up here. But you know, I think (laughs) I think maybe before I put my bag up, I'm going to stretch a little bit. Let me, let me stretch. And then uh, I'm going to pick my bag up and Oh, it's, it's high. <laughs> Why do I have this bag? You know, I was going to bring my tad bag. Then I thought, you know, I'll bring this brown bag. You know, I should get it up there. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, you know, I got to pee. Should I take a moment to just go in the restroom? Can I squeeze in there? But Can I pass you for a moment? I know I was the, going to get my bag take up. Take these shoes Let me take my shoes off. put some socks on. put some socks on. <laughs> and then I'm going to put my bag up. And, you know, eventually I will. Oh, oh, you know, I should sit down? Oh, okay. Am I, am I in the way? Me? Are you waiting on me? Are you waiting <laughs> like on me? Like an entire flight of people. An entire flight. And so there's so picture that times like a hundred people <laughs> trying to get in. And then once you even get in and sit down, then everybody's passing you by. And so for like 10 minutes, one person standing over you like, you know, I, I know I'm a little close. But, the conversation um, yeah. that you don't want. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm here. So I figured I just, <laughs> if, what about Trump? What is he doing wrong? Oh, so wait, do you have people recognize you and talk to you when you're sitting there? Yeah, and they're going by? Yeah. Oh. Which is lovely. And, and people are so wonderful. Nice. And people are wonderful. And I don't mind that. I more mind the how long it takes. Right? Because you have somebody standing over you. You're so nice. For 10 minutes. I would not want to have like uh, 60 conversations <laughs> with people. You are so nice. You should do what my good friend Deion Sanders does when he gets on a flight. What is he it? covers his head with the blanket and oh. puts his head down. Some, you know, it depends because, you know, so the last flight I was just on, because, you know, I just whipped out to L.A. and then came back. Mahershala Ali was sitting in front of me, in the seat in front of me. He didn't have a disguise on or anything. You should have kicked his seat for Greenberg. <laughs> That I love him I know. I, I like never him saw too, it, but shame on him. I, but all his other stuff is great, though. I mean, he is great. It is, and he's very nice. He, he was is. very funny. Listen, I like him. I just didn't like yeah. that one Green movie. We're gonna pretend mm-hmm. that never happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the getting on and getting off, and then the even worse thing about getting on—that's number one. I hate number two when the flight is late and you go up to the lady and say, "Hey, when's my flight taking off?" Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but can you give me some idea? We don't know, ma'am. Okay, so do you know? Then you, you're like, "Well, you know, there's a flight leaving before me. Can I get on that plane?" No, but can I get on oh, the? No. The, at the gate? Yeah, the people yeah. at the gate never help you. Yeah. They don't, they, they literally don't care. And so, okay, that's number two. And then the, the third thing, the worst thing, is getting off the plane. Because once they finally get their stuff up in the top, people don't, <laughs> it's like they don't want to get off. It's like, you, I could get off, you know, I, I think, you know, I off would where'd be I, good. Where did I put my phone? Where where's, where's my, my charger? Phone? Where's you my know, shoes? Right. Because I took my shoes off. You know, but I'm going to stand in, this, in the aisle and find it. Because, you know, no one gets off. 
off. There's an etiquette to getting on and off a plane that people don't follow. At all. When you get on, you have to have whatever you're going to put up, have it ready to put up. In your hand. Step inside. Step and move. Step out of the aisle. Throw it up and step and when move and sit out, down. Everybody in front of you gets off before Correct. you. When it is your turn, have your things ready to go. And it should be left, right, Reach, left, right, down, left, right, left, right, go. reach and go. Or if there's somebody that has their stuff in the one in yours, reach up and get it for them. Yeah. The more you help, the more we get off this plane quicker. Yeah. No one does it. This last flight somebody did, this guy, this poor older guy, he got everybody's bag because yeah. he was just in that strategic position, and he did the right thing. He's grabbing and pulling, grabbing and pulling for everyone in front of him and for the people just behind yes, him. Yes, I and like that, that. he got off that plane. But everything about flying sucks. They need to have that U.S. Marshal that's on the flight, like, <laughs> like just monitoring that, particularly when you land. Okay, we don't care who you are get now. Off. Help us get off And the also, plane. why don't they load the plane from the back? It would be so much quicker if they loaded the plane from the back to the front. They load it from the front to the back, so you have to step over people to get in. If they're trying to help give the first-class people extra goodies by letting them get on, getting on first doesn't help. People are standing over you, tripping over your elbow, bumping you. Load it from the back. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting on last. Get on last. At least you get on. As long as the, there's plenty of room for me to put my... But if you loaded it from the back, in. there would be because people would be putting their shit in the back. True. Load it from the back. Mm. You're just trying to give all these extra goodies to the people in first. Why? We're all in the same tube. <laughs> we're all, we're all going to die together if this no, shit goes No, we're down. not. It doesn't make sense that it is able to fly. But yes. People need to practice proper yes. flight etiquette. Keep flying. It's anyway, really I'm important. I'm I'm a nervous flyer too. I don't like it. Um, I don't. No. And then I have I'm to claustrophobic drink. on top oh, of it. Oh, see, then you really so don't. So like I have it. to be in the aisle if I'm by the window, unless it's somebody that I know. Right. You know, like my boyfriend, he can sit on the outside. Yeah. But ugh. Yeah. Do you see? I have to drink. I drink as soon as I sit down. Oh, the first thing I, I want is down. alcohol. Yeah. Like, what do you have? Champagne. Drinks. What white wine do you give have? Give me that. Give me that champagne I'm every time and yeah. just pop that in. That helps. <clears throat> it, it definitely does. helps. And good music, like you know, put some good music in to distract yourself because yeah. it's going up and coming down. That's scary <laughs> or any kind of turbulence. Can't deal with that. Well, they say the first fifteen minutes and the last fifteen minutes is when most crashes happen. Yeah. So once fifteen minutes, you're pass, fine. You're fine. And I actually love, you got to worry about that last fifteen. It's the last. Yeah, it can be scary. <laughs> but no, it, once I'm in the air, I'm fine because I love to look at the clouds. I do love to see the world from up there. It's beautiful. The worst part of a flight for me is after you take off, you pass the fifteen minutes. The captain comes on and says, "You know, hey everybody, this is your captain." Blah 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 blah. You know, we're you know now cruising at thirty something thousand right. feet. I don't want to know so that. I don't, 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 don't want to know that. Yeah, and I don't want to see long. clouds. Yeah. I want that down because I want to pretend like we're just driving. You drive on the ground. Yeah, that's just true. Driving. And also, they talk for a long time. Then they start marketing you the credit card, and you're like, I don't need this. I don't know all that. And then recently, this last trip before it, somebody posted on Twitter this video of somebody using his bare feet to change I the channels that. on the plane. I was so repulsed because you know I'm a germaphobe, so I saw that and was. <laughs> horrified and somebody responded to it by posting Naomi Campbell's method of getting on a plane where she takes a whole set of wipes and everything and wipes everything I'm down. I'm surprised you don't do this. Honey, you I went directly this last flight because I had to go to LA with that in my head. I was like, Jason, we going right to this little store. <laughs> I bought all the wipes. They in my bag right now. 
I wiped that. I was unashamed. I was just as unashamed as she was, honey. I wiped everything down. Everything. I wiped. Me too. I wouldn't. And now I I literally didn't watch TV on the last flight to LA because I was so grossed out and didn't want to touch the screen. Because somebody (laughs) used their nasty, bare, nasty feet and used it to wipe. I, I could never touch that. I'll never do it again. But did you ever see the video of the little black boy that was flying with his dad and the woman behind him had her feet like, you know, he was sitting in the window seat. Right. And you know how there's like your armrest? Yes. She had her feet from behind her on her bare feet on Honey. his armrest oh, and God. the little boy's face. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'll, you would have oh, died. No. Would you have Mm-mm. said something? Hell, yeah. You're I would have so been like, nice. you've got to move your nasty feet. <laughs> Disgusting. So, wait. Okay. Because you say this and because you're such a germaphobe, I have to ask, please tell me what it is like when you go to the bathroom on an airplane. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> Touch nothing. Literally, my goal. Do you put gloves on? No, but what I do is, here's my, here's my is method. Is it all elbows? You go. <laughs> No, I just use the napkins to touch everything and then afterwards to open the door. Because once you wash your hands, what's the point of then touching the door handle? You re-dirty your hands. So I take the little napkin, I open it, and then my method is because it's so tight. You open the door and then you pop that little, gar- you know, the napkin into yeah. the garbage. Oh, no, I'm all napkins touching everything. Do you empty everything. out the water in the sink, which has gathered, you know, how the water Ooh. doesn't drain? <laughs> If, if that has happened, I don't even know if I can pee. I have left bathrooms. Uh-uh, I was just like, I'll hold it. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, people are so nasty. Literally, I'm in a war right now at 30 Rock. There's this one bathroom on the second floor where there's, there's three... There's three parts to the bathroom. When you first walk in, it's like an ante room. There's nothing in there. There's a second part where the toilets are, and then there's a third part where the sinks are. That bathroom is the worst. It's the, on, on the second floor, right? Yes. Not not the one you walk up into it. That one's bad, too. But this one is the other one on the other Who side. stairs in a bathroom? In a bathroom. You go up because it used to be a closet. Okay. The other bathroom, in the first ante room is where the door is. That's where the garbage can should be so you can use your napkin mm-hmm. to throw it away. Somebody keeps putting that damn garbage can in the middle room where the toilets are. There's no reason to have a, no, a, 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 a garbage bin there. You need it for that last moment in the bathroom. Walk out and no, they won't leave it there. I have tried signs. I've left notes. I've left I've left descriptive notes saying, if somebody can explain to me why this, I literally left a note saying, if you can explain to me logically. <laughs> you wrote a note. I sure did. Why <laughs> this, this Why this bin is in this room. <laughs> I would love to know it. I left space on the note saying, please write down why you won't leave this in the first part of the bathroom. Why won't you leave it by the door? I have called um, maintenance I've said if you need to put a third uh, bin in there. There's a bat. There's a there's a there's a, a throwaway bin where the sinks are logical. There's a throwaway bin where the toilets are illogical. And there's no. They won't leave it by the door. Mm. I can't go in the bathroom anymore because I get too angry. They took my notes down and they moved took the bathroom. Took down? my notes. Down. I left That's the notes. Disrespectful. Saying, disrespectful. Here you are trying to be a, trying to help a good citizen. I'm trying to make sure people don't a get sick. A good fellow employee. <laughs> you ask a question. You put up a note. I put a Just note up. Have dialogue about I even it. left space for them to answer my question. That was like a little town hall. <laughs> that was shameful. Shameful. Well, I'm glad you nasty. made it here safely. I did. And didn't bring any germs with you <laughs> from your flight. <laughs> <laughs> I wiped my whole seat. So down. wait a minute. Let me ask you a Jason question. Jason wiped his too. If who's who's a who's a man that okay, let's say Oprah. Yeah. You, you admire who's somebody that you really, really admire and respect? Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Yes, if and Oprah, Mich- but uh, Michelle. If Michelle or Obama, yeah. Michelle or Barack Obama, yeah. they were around you, very casual yeah. situation, and they're sitting, right? Yeah. Maybe people are drinking different things, yeah. and they said to you, Michelle was sitting next to you, all yeah. girlfriendians, like, 
she sipped her, let's say she had a cocktail or something that was a new cocktail. And she yeah. sipped and said, oh, this is good. Taste it. Yeah. And like turned it to you with the straw. Like saying, sip from this straw. <laughs> As a germaphobe, what would you do? If it's Michelle Obama, though. Michelle Obama or Barack. I, I would sip from that. You know why? <laughs> I would sip from it. Please tell me why. <laughs> because their their goodness might rub off on me. And I might I, I might get the goodness. And also because I need to be Michelle Obama's best friend. So I don't want to reject it because I want her to be my friend. But would you in your mind, even for a dying second, inside. be like... Dying. <laughs> dying inside. But Outside, I'm sipping from that straw. Inside, I'm I'm dying. I'm inside, I'm dying. It's like dying. But on the outside, I'm smiles. I'm friendly. I'm happy. She's my friend. It's all good. But inside, baby, I'm dying here. Dying. But I will take that death to be oh her friend. Oh, my God, girl. I'm so the opposite of a germaphobe. <laughs> I'm so, like, the opposite. Really? Yes, girl. I will eat things off the floor. <laughs> if I drop something like a potato chip on Two the seconds. floor, I'm like, I, I, I'm Seriously? <laughs> yes. You know what? Have All you ever time. had the situation, and this used to happen to me as a germaphobe, this was torture, where you go into the restroom to pee, and you've already got going, and you start to pee, and then you realize there's no toilet paper, and but there is extra paper that was on the toilet roll that's on the floor. <laughs> now that I won't do. And then people, you have to, it's like, I'm not picking this shit up. Like, no. Now, when it comes to public restrooms yeah. or restrooms outside of my home, it's a whole different It's a whole different Anything thing. inside my home, yeah, I good. feel like I'm good. Yeah, because you know but what's But outside? Yeah, is no. it no? That's a whole different thing. I mean, I had to ask somebody, some, you know, I had to wait for somebody to come into the bathroom and I was like, hey, hey. I th- that's me. Wait. Hey, girl. Hey, pass me something. Can you, you pass know? me some mm-hmm. But you don't have you gotta to do You got to be like Marianne Williamson to say, hey, girlfriend. Girl, mm-hmm. I was blessed. Oh, uh, one time I was in a stall and there was no toilet paper in my stall, but next door, the yeah. stall next door, there was a piece hanging from that roll. Yeah. Girl, I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> and I know baby. the person in that stall was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? But I was like, listen. Toilet paper teeth, you have to do it. Listen, only the strong will survive. Only out the strong here. will survive. And I'm telling you, yeah, but toilet, but public restrooms is a whole. And when you have kids, when my when our kids were little, that's what I would think would torture. cure you of being a germaphobe because you got to clean up these people's, these little people's poop. You got to, when they spit up, you got to wipe it up. You're kind Constantly, their germs are your germs. They sneeze all in your face. They do. They sneeze on you. They how pee you, on you. How did you deal with that? I can deal with it because it's a baby. But the only thing I will tell you, but I then remember. when they're in school, when they're in kindergarten and oh, stuff, honey, those are shared germs. That is shared germs. You come home, you have to clean them off. I didn't want their, you know, I didn't want them to like sit down on the couch in the clothes they were at school. They sneeze all over it and poop and everything. Um, when when <laughs> Winston was a little. When, your place was probably like a hazmat center. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because my aunt, and we're, okay, we're editing out the name of my daughter that I just said. Um, did you say it? Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Saying. I keep saying it. But when 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 our daughter was little, I was so germaphobic that I hated taking the train with her because you know she's a baby, so she would try to reach for the pole, and you know I don't touch the pole in the train. I will surf and fall. I would rather fall down. I will not touch nothing on the subway. I'm not touching that pole. You People can grab s- it with your arm. That I would either do that or lean. I'm, I, I fight for the door though. I will fight you for the door. I will literally. <laughs> I will get. And I'm not a fighter, but I will fight you for that door. I want to lean Hilarious. on the door. I don't want to touch the pole. She would lean on, try to, ah, you know, I would freak out. Yeah. I remember one time we were on there and her binky fell out of her mouth onto the floor. And it's, it's like it's falling in slow motion. Like, Did you catch Bleh. it? I didn't catch it. So it fell on the ground. Did she cry? And so I'm there, starts crying. Jason's like, just pick it up. And you know, you know, there's like a West Indian, you put it in your mouth and pop it. Oh my it. God. I was like, 
Hell no. That baby just had to cry all the way where we were going. No. I left it right on the ground. I'm not touching it. It's dead to me. Once you it's the fourth, dead to cry. me. I let her cry. It's dead to me. That explains it. Now her wonderful singing voice is all my because of me. I let her cry. I was like, no, you, you don't have she to cry, She worked baby. out those vocals. You don't have to cry because I ain't touching that. That thing is dead to me. <clears throat> oh my dead. God. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarity, hilarity. <sighs> Can I tell you that I got my first and last um, gel manicure? You've never gotten a gel manicure before? Never have. I've always gotten just manicures. Okay. So I got one for the first time because I'm so sick of my manicure not lasting Not lasting, week. yes. So I was like, okay, let me. My mother was like, you need to get a gel manicure. Yeah. You don't have time for all this. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it because she's done it for years. Yeah. So I'm talking to my nail tech and she was like, I said, so listen, are gel manicures harmful? And she said, yes. Yeah. And I was like, how so? How bad is it? Yeah. She said, you can get cancer. What? Uh-huh. She Here's what she said to me exactly. Because I should have done the homework before, but I wanted to be ignorant. Like, people are about eating meat, but we'll go yeah. on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't start that again. <laughs> I just want to be blissfully blind. Let me just be stupid and Don't. have pretty nails. Don't okay, get. let me get started. <laughs> so, so I was like, let me ask her. Maybe she'll lie to me. And she was like, no, it's very harmful. She said, because... Depending on how they remove it, yeah. if you don't properly soak it and remove it without filing, yeah. um, it can damage your actual nails. Yes, it can. And she says the soaking and all that wear and tear, she said, because the gel polish stops your nails from breathing. Yes. Right? So that's not good. So then there's the wear and tear. But when you when you do the gel manicure, you know, in between coats, polished coats, yes. you have to put your nails under that UV light. Yes. Which can cause cancer, particularly what? if your nail is worn down and thinned out. What? Then those UV, she says people have gotten cancer. She said they are required, if somebody is like doing it, uh, you know, every two weeks for years, she said after two years they have to tell people, you need to take a break from this because you could get cancer. Are you kidding me? That nope. I've been getting gel manicures for a long time. So you're saying that. You need to take a break. So that the jet, that the it's the UV light that's cancer causing. It's the UV causing. light. Yep. Holy and, crap. Yep. And the, she says you need to take a break. She said on a special occasion, like a red carpet, yeah. a special event, you're going on vacation. Right. Then it's okay to do it. She said, but doing it one after the other, she said it's very harmful. Oh my. God. And can cause cancer. Okay. Now I know you. You don't care about what everybody. <laughs> you don't care about these kinds of things. <laughs> no, I care about me getting cancer, and I don't get my nails done that often. I'm always like feeling yeah. down on myself because I never have my nails done. Right. Which so I still have I my them. nails done because I had an event and it's still on and it's so a you gel need to manicure. Fill it in. I need a fill-in. Yeah. But maybe I don't want to get a fill-in Not now. if you got to use those UVs. She said using those UV lights every other week. Yeah, people who do it all the time. Very harmful. Holy crap. Very harmful. I never would have even thought about that. I know. So I did it. I'm going to ride this out for two weeks. It's like, I couldn't believe that I walked out of there and my nails were dry. But I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing that I love about the gel manicure is it's it dries so quickly. Whereas the other regular manicure takes oh, forever. Forever. I always get a nick in it or something. And I always, same. Never. That's why I never get my nails done because I oh. always mess it up. And this is the first time I've done a gel manicure with my own nails. My nails have grown out where I have like a little nail. Oh, yeah. And one of them already broke, of course. But um, crap, I was going to go get this filled in. Now I'm not. Don't. Take a break from it. I'm going to let them just take these occasion. off. But you know what I'm going to do? Those nail stickers. Pete, you may laugh at them. Oh no, I love those stickers. <laughs> yeah. Those are those are I wonderful. I just wish there was a salon that did it. That did it because they don't and those don't stay on very long, but they stay on long enough for an event. They'll stay two weeks. No, no. If you get the ones like Sally Hansen has them and yeah. they are gorgeous, you put them on. You put a gel polish over top okay. and let that dry. Yeah, they'll stay for what? two weeks. Water everything. Are you 
kidding? I see. I uh, what? I, didn't, I thought they pop off. No. Well, that's Ooh. the that's the the um the nails that the press when you on press, press on. Press on. Not talking about press oh, okay. on. I'm talking about actual like material. I don't know if it's paper or yeah. silk paper or whatever. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to use silk, but whatever it is, you put it on. You file it around. It sticks to your nail. Yeah. You put a coat of clear over top. Yeah. And you're done. It's it Where dries when this? that dries. They're all. Uh, they're I'll some are down this. at the drugstore. I'm getting. And then this. you can get them online. It's That's like a amazing. whole thing. But you can get all these designs and things like what? that. Glitter and all that. You know how hard glitter is to yes. remove? None of that. You just peel it off. Oh, that I, my life is now changed. This is what I'm doing. So next time, well, two weeks from now, yeah. you'll see me with that. That's, I'm going to get that too because I have to take, now I want to take these gel nails, the, the gel off of here. Yeah. And get and it off. And soak it off. Don't let them file it and then let that be that. Take a break. Save it. Save the gel manicures for special occasions. <sighs> yeah, I know. That scares me. It's scary. I never. This is one of those things you never even think about. I know all that stuff that you can do to hurt yourself, and you don't even think about. You don't it. even think about like eating meat. No, okay, now there's something <laughs> that I want to show you because <clears throat> I know you haven't seen it. Yes, uh, but I want you to see it and react here on the podcast. Okay. So, did you ever see the musical Cats on Broadway? I did because uh, my son, it, I can name him Jamar. Yeah, is a an usher on Broadway, and he used to be an usher on Cats, and so I he let me see it. Have you seen the trailer for the new movie? I have not. People are giving it the business. They are like, this is weird. Even the New York Times but, is like, what are they thinking? You've seen Cats on Broadway, right? I never saw Cats on oh. Broadway, but I get what it's about. Oh, you do? But people are, t- yeah. What's I, it about? It's about a bunch of cats introducing themselves. That is correct. It's, it's literally, it. it's, it's about nothing. It's about, it's, it's about, about cats. You know what it's about? It's about the guy who created cats was high on drugs. And he was high and he said, cats singing yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber was high. He was like, cats, and then they sing, and then they, like, dance, and then they run into the audience, and they're still singing, and at the right. end, there's, like, a big number, and it's a cat. I it's not you, about nothing. Well, listen, I want you to watch this because... Okay. You want to come over here? Yeah. Okay. Because people are talking about... There's a special CGI that they're using to do the fur. Wait, let me do full screen. Okay, wait. Here. Because <laughs> we want to get your reaction. People are saying it's weird. Um, Idris Elba is in this, Dame Judi Dench, Sir Ian McKellar, uh, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift. It's like this. Um, it, how can it Corton. not be weird? It's cats. Okay. Okay, here we so go. So watch this. That is the stuff of nightmares. Like, I actually feel like I won't be able to sleep tonight. Why? That, look, that looks like if, if I got real high. And I'm talking about like, like I didn't just like smoke some weed high. Like maybe a little meth. Like a little methamphetamine <laughs> mixed with heroin. Not heroin. heroin no, heroin. <laughs> like 70s heroin. Like not the heroin they have now where they've like, you know, they've had some like technological progression. I'm talking about the heroin that people used to smoke like in the Bronx when they would lean gamble. over and like they were going to fall into the subway. Right. Oh, heroin. Like old oh, the man who talk like this, hair wide. Got a hair wide in the bed, talk like this. He said, "Baby, pass me my slippers. Those aren't slippers. That's my cat." Oh, okay. Well, pass me your cat. I'm gonna put him on my feet. That kind of hair wide. And then on top of it, I drank everything in this bottle of liquor. Like, oh, that's what I would dream about. Really? And then I would so wake feels, up screaming. It feels scary to you. It it's a nightmare because again. You you not seen cat? I cats, haven't seen cats. But cats is that? I mean, it actually it it matches the sh- the actual play because the play is literally about the guy who wrote the play getting real high and ta- and thinking about cats. Correct. 
Yeah. So that looks like the play to you. Yeah. So it doesn't seem strange, but it is strange just because of what it is to you. Yeah. It's it's literally, and then so what's going to happen is, did you ever see the Rocky Horror Picture Show back in the day? Yeah. So people back in the day, I just, I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Actually, I do too. I think the film itself is great. Like I love to just watch it. But to watch it in a theater, like with a whole group, it's amazing. It out is one of the best things ever. Most of the people watching it are high. Right? I mean, that's what people do is they get high and go watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. People yeah. will get real high and go watch was that. Was I the only sober one there? <laughs> As was I. I mean, back, you know, back in right. college, I went with my friends to go see it, and we just liked it. We were just watching. Everyone around us was high as hell. Oh, my God. That is what people do. That will become the new thing you watch when you're high. You go with your friends. It's cats. Cats. Oh, my God. Because it's crazy. It, cats is not about anything except some cats. Introducing. It's like telling Introducing their stories. Them and, all t- and their stories aren't about anything. Their Hilarious. stories are, I sing a thing, I'm a cat, and then I'm another cat, and I'm a cat that's got stripes, and I'm a cat with spots. And it, just literally, it's not about anything except some <laughs> some cats writ- written about by a high-ass man who then got really rich so he could afford to buy more drugs. <clears throat> yeah. And write and, other and plays. And more music and, and plays other plays and whatnot. Correct, because he was very successful. Mm-hmm. He did not just say no. <laughs> just said. <laughs> got successful. Got very successful. He just said, can, I, is, can this, I just wear your cat on my an feet? This anti- <laughs> Say no to drugs. It look real soft. If I just put it on my feet, it's going to be fine. That's the, that's the kind of drugs he was on. What? I, I, let me just wear your cat. I just, I'm going to put your cat on my feet. You got another cat so I can put a cat on <laughs> so my feet. So I can have a pair. Because it don't make no sense to wear this one goddamn cat. I need two cats. That's the kind of drugs he was on. <laughs> and then he wrote Cats. And now he's rich. Well, everybody's very excited about Cats. Terrifying. It's terrifying. I mean, well, I'll go, I'll they're, go see they're, it. they're really giving it a hard time. I it's say. crazy. It looks crazy. And people look but crazy. It's cats. They, they, they remind me of cats. Cat behavior. <laughs> it looks like cats. Doesn't it? The way that they move. They do. There's some crazy high ass cats. I know. It's going to be, but people will watch it though because it's crazy. It's they that. Will. It's it a is spectacle. Crazy. And, you know, Cats was the most successful play on Broadway. Because people came from all over the world to see this insane, like, I am, you know, which I am going to go see, and I cannot wait to see it, is The Lion King. And I didn't think I was going to see The Lion King. Because I'm sick of remakes. I hate the fact that they make everything over. The first one was good. Hello, Beyonce. But Beyonce, and the music video that she just put out for it, phenomenal. So I will go see that. Will I be singing on that? Yes. her cuteness self. I'm now going to go see it. Everybody's in Lion King. And it's nice to see Lion King and being produced with stars that yeah. are African American and black. Uh, yes, and the the fact that it's it's very that's diverse. the way it should have been done the first time. That is true because there were enough of us around at that time. Fair, fair. You know, fair. Love yeah. Nathan Lane. Love, love all love those it. other actors. True. But if you're representing yeah. animals, a lot and, of cats are black. You know what I mean? Come on, a lot of cats are black. Yeah, just it's true. Just saying. there are black cats, and, and Taylor Swift cats. is in it. Um, Without trying to appropriate a marching band, which is good. That's an evolution oh, for her. Oh, in Cats? No, I'm saying she's in it. She's in Cats, yeah. just with no marching band. As Idris long as she doesn't Elba have a band. in it, which I can't my wait other to husband, see. My in a cat backup suit. husband. Idris Elba in a cat suit. Sit That's with right. that for a minute. Sit with it. Just, just sit with and that. And a tail coming out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that should be somewhere else. <laughs> Worth it just for that. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll go see it. All right. Do we have a It guess? is what it is. We do have a guest. I think those were our wind downs. We're just going to say that was our wind downs because we don't have any idea. Because we have Mike Muse coming up. Yes. um, Who is the co-founder of Muse Recordings. He's a pop culture expert, a political expert. He's going to come and sit and talk with us um, about 
the Emmy nominations. Ooh. He's also a co-host on Sway in the Morning. He has a long, long bio. Long, long, long. Listen, Google him. Google him. <laughs> Google We're going to have him come on in <laughs> and talk about a whole bunch of stuff I've never seen on television. Oh, my God. Look, I Emmy. put checks by everything that I've seen, Look, Joanne. I put checks wow. by all the shows that I've seen. That's I am impressed. <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed because I literally could not put a check by almost anything here. I don't know what any of this Hi, stuff is. Come on in. So we're gonna have Mike explain what this yes, stuff is on that's getting nominated. Hey, Mike. How are you? Welcome. Good to see you. Good good to to see see you. you. Welcome, welcome. Hey, How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, of course. Sit on down. You've got a, a we poured a glass. A little bit of champagne, but that's not champagne. I was laughing coming in because I asked Nina. I said, "Do you guys have any water things?" She said, "We have wine." Do and you I want water? fell the fuck out. No, we're good. And by no, the way, no, no, and I love it. When the people were thirsty, did Jesus give them water? Yeah, 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 he said no. He said no, ma'am. No, sir. Let me give you some. Let me give the wine. So I'm just more excited now to be here. That's right. We like love the Lord. More. So we try to be this like communion. Jesus. Yeah, it's yes, communion. It's communion. Yeah. Look at it that it's way. If it's good yes, enough it for is. Jesus, it's, it's good it's enough for us. Listen, Linda, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all up in here. His microphone is popping like, oh my God. It's you popping really bad. I can hear it too. Yeah. I even hear mine doing it let's, now. Let's figure if we can fix that. His is worse. Though. Yes, okay. much worse. Well, first, cheers, guys. Cheers. Where's your guys' glasses? Okay, cool. Yes, clink, clink, clink. We have Pim Cups. Oh, I love the Pim Cups. Boss lady. Yeah. So we introduced you, Mr. Mike Muse. Glad to have you here. We wanted to start off, because I know you can talk about everything, <laughs> but we wanted to just start off talking about the Emmy nominations yes. and how they, how they, like, first Let's off, just what's it. your impression of this year's Emmy nominations? How yes. did they grab you? What, what stood out for you? Yes. What made you happy? What pissed you off? What made you sad? Wonderful. Everything great, right? Oh, we're ready now. And thank you for being here. Okay. Enjoy your wine. We, we came in hot. Okay, yes. great. Well, first of all, just give all the awards to when they see us. Uh, right? That's just number yes, one. And then I followed agree. by then that Game of Thrones. And, right. then, and then that's the show. That's and then it. that's the Emmy. And that's it. And then this is the Except the Game of Thrones was so bad the last season that I'm not sure well, I agree with that. It wasn't the entire the last, last season. season. It was the, it, the last Once three they killed episodes. the Night King on. The first three episodes were great. The last yes. three were bad. bad. But do you throw away the entire series because of that? See, I think yeah. that's what they were given the award for. The I think they thing. were being yeah. nominated for the entire yeah. storyline, story yeah. which has been very powerful. Yeah. Which when you look at the writing category, which is the reason why I'm excited for the creators yeah. that they're nominated. Because I yeah. think they should get it. Because of your ability to have that type of narrative and to have that type of creative mindset in this yeah. fantasy world. So you take these complicated storylines, this complicated technology, this complicated visualization, and you still make it palatable and practical within one hour. Yeah. That's going to keep everyone's attention. Yeah. Game of Thrones literally has changed the way that television has been created, right? Mm. You guys think about it. We used to have these stories of boy meets girl, boy gets girl, boy loses girl again yeah. over an entire season. Yeah. Now that formula was in one hour of one episode. Right. And it really changed the format of every mm. other show that we saw on broadcast television. I never yeah. thought about it Yeah, that because way. they had to compete with reality TV when you think about yeah, it. Because there was absolutely. a time period where reality was winning. Yeah, yeah. but now, now everything that's on content. television is competitive with, with what's in the movie theater. Right. Facts only. Yeah. yeah. Facts and, only. It, and it was like each one was like a movie. And not only that, but the visualization was beautiful. Yes. It was also a cultural phenomenon, which I it think was. it deserves it for that. Like, it became yeah. a cultural f- moment. It did. And you know what? It made being a geek fun and cool. Yeah. Right? It yeah. made loving science cool. The reason I loved about it from the social construct mm. does it normalize individuals who was in the comic space, right? Yeah. Mm. If you think about it, it was really this emergence of when Comic-Con was growing, right? Yeah. Comic-Con used to be this thing over there in the corner. And that these yeah. weird people did. Yeah. That's what people would say, right? Yeah. Cosplay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Game of Thrones come on, mm-hmm. and then everybody's cool to be a geek and be a cosplay, and then Comic-Con became a thing. 
thing to the point where I actually went for the yeah. first time two years ago just to see the hysteria. That's a good point because it's, it's sort of you used and to have the And now stars are going to Comic-Con. Are going to it. When yeah. before, it was like years ago, yeah. it, was it was geeky. Just geeky. Yeah. And it used to be uh, back in when I was in high school, people used to play, what was the game? Uh, uh, Dungeons, and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. This was yes. like real Dungeons and Dragons. Literally. And you guys remember the medieval times how people would go and dress up in the medieval yes. time yeah. period? Those restaurants yeah. and, restaurant, and the yeah. festivals. The festivals. I used to go as a kid. I admit I'm a geek. I used to go as a kid. I'm a total geek. Same here. 100%. Like, it's hard for me to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I have to work at this. But, but now, but now our it's geekdom is cool. It now we're cool. cool. We're cool again. <laughs> yeah. The reads were cool. The reads and the music were cool stop again. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the geeks' time. No, it's But hard. there's other With, stuff Between that, that is... and, and The Walking Dead and of all these sci fi things stuff. that are so. It's, it's, yeah. That's the cool stuff. This it's is the time of the geeks. I feel like there's a few things that are missing. Can I just say I haven't seen a lot. So Jackie just showed her check marks of all the things she's seen. I've seen nothing. Okay. Okay. So I've never seen any of the comedy series, so I can't talk about that. Oh, Joy, I thought some way by you saying. That, I haven't seen that any. It really hurts that you haven't seen Doesn't any. Doesn't it hurt? I know. I haven't that, seen any of them. Don't really know what any of them are. Really things. Hurts. Wouldn't she love V? Joy, I'm really shocked. That I know. And I'm, li- uh, but I've never, I've also Joy. never seen Friends. I've also never seen, um, Joy. yeah, this I've never seen really The Sopranos. Quick. I have so much respect for you. Jackie. <laughs> I'm fired. I just I got fired. Looked, I was like, yo, she's a Nobel Peace Prize. Jackie, you're still up here with me. Your love, you're only getting stronger. I've been fired. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because the fact, Joy, you haven't seen Shits Creek. I have a problem. Never seen it. I never heard of it. Not even heard of it. I don't even I, know what I it mean, is. To be able to say Shit's Creek. No, <laughs> and say Shit's Creek. I've never seen it. I got to say it the other day. But I've also air. never seen Mad Men, Friends, like all sorts of cultural moments. I missed them You're completely. Busy reading. I, I'm literally d- just dealing with Trump all day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I feel like in the drama series, I've yes. seen more of these. Uh, okay. Better Call Saul, I absolutely love. This I think it's great. great. Obviously, um, Game of Thrones is great. I, have you Killing seen Killing Eve. Yes, I was yes. just going to get to that. Killing okay. Eve, amazing. My, do- so my daughter good. and I, this is our new show. We love it. But listen, um, what about Ozark, but Ozark is, I've never seen Ozark. Ozark is the business. Okay, so listen, so listen, so listen, you, Jackie. You uh, set it up, and then I'll close. I'll just do it. You can. Yeah. I, I, I've heard it's great, but I haven't seen I've heard of it, though. Jason Bateman yeah. is one of the best talents when it comes to mixing comedy and drama. Yes. Right. Let me just say that. Yeah. This show about him being what an accountant basically. Yes, he's an accountant. Um, that gets mixed up in this backwoods drug trade has to move his family out of Chicago, out of Chicago. into the Ozarks, yeah. um, and launder money yes. for this cartel. Right. Let me tell you something. With Laura Linney by his side, yes. this is such great television. Okay. Like, I'm waiting for the next season to come back on. Uh, what channel is it on? Wait. Netflix. On Netflix. And the reason oh, I can why watch I'm that. shocked that you haven't seen it because it yeah. actually has a political implication to it. Oh, right? it definitely does. It's about does. IRS. It's oh. about money laundering. Oh, I'll watch that. It's I'll about put it on my list. attorney. Yeah. USA yeah. 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 I'm getting into that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch cartels, that. Yeah. Like the drug cartels. We love a drug cartel. The border. We love a drug cartel. Like all those things. Okay. And I know how to like. Facts, I know how to launder money. If the FBI is listening, I would never do it. Yeah. But I But now you know how. I, but you know facts. how. I almost think the show should be illegal. Because <laughs> it's telling you how to do it. So they go too far. Maybe maybe Trump watches it. Uh, um, and then Pose, which I love too. Yo, Pose is so good and it's so, so poignant and so smart. I thought the first I'm happy season was for amazing. Billy Porter. I really Same am. And, I, and we got to go back to Is he nominated? To... Yes. yes. Oh, good. I he love Billy Porter. I just thought the fact that, you know, I think representation matters and narratives matters. And so the more individuals can see trans individuals yeah. Yeah. in their space or the LGBTQAI positioning on mainstream television, yeah. narratives will begin to change and begin to shift. Yeah. And I think that is the power of content. I think that is the power of entertainment. And I think and and there's a culture. controversy about this now with another show, but I do love about Pose oh, that true. they're not having... 
non-LGBTQ people play them, right? That they mm-hmm. actually cast trans people to play trans people, which they, which they normally don't do in they Hollywood, don't. which they is don't. great for that show. I'm really happy. Because they're also too are saying the beauty of that is it's just how no different when Black Panther broke that mode of Black films can never carry internationally and globally. Yeah, right? absolutely. They, they so now it's breaking the mode of pose that trans authentic actors can yeah. actually carry Emmy-nominated right. show. Yeah. And I think that is powerful and a yeah. breakthrough in and of itself. Yeah, 100%. It's such a game changer. But let's can we go back to when they see us for just a minute? Yes, oh, yeah, please yeah, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, Record-breaking. Yeah, yeah. And tell me, I, yeah. I, I believe I'm correct in saying that it is the most nominations for Netflix for one show. Yes. Is, is that right? Yes. Yeah. No, it is. Oh, Ever wow. in Netflix history, this yeah. show got more nominations. From oh, wow. director, yeah. from two, and supporting actress category. Yeah. Uh, I definitely believe one in the lead actor category. I'm also familiar with one in the supporting actor But it's actor not nominated category. in Outstanding Drama Series? How? Because uh, it's a series. Because it's a series. It's a limited, oh. it's a limited film, series. Limited, limited series. But, and then Ava DuVernay obviously nominated for director, best director, which oh, okay. is absolutely fantastic. I will say, though... Although I'm rooting, and, I, and when they see it, it's going to win, yeah. right? But I yeah. really it am is. happy that Chernobyl has been nominated, How too, as well. How good was Chernobyl? That is a fantastic show. It. Let me Again, tell you. the inner geeks in us. Yeah. Seriously, for the inner geeks in us. But yeah. so well done. Yeah, and can I talk my ish just for a second? Yeah. Just, just for yeah. one minute. So the inner geek in me is even so further in me. I actually did nuclear chemical research in undergrad. And so, yeah, so to be able to see a show about nuclear energy, right, and nuclear diplomacy, the most most poignant moment I've ever had the Mike Muse show on Sirius XM Radio was not had a chance to interview Jared Harris. Yeah. And he and I did a whole discourse on nuclear energy, oh. nuclear security, you know, and nuclear diplomacy. If they ever bring up that uranium one BS again on my show, you're gonna Bruh, have to come on. Joy, have you're me. gonna have to come wow. on. Bruh, I'm telling you. you I 100 percent That's name, not even on your bio. Bruh, name one guy, any person who started out a record label, independent, yeah. who also can talk about nuclear diplomacy. Oh, honey, you, you listen. You are listen. Joy, I'm just saying. Say, I'm just saying. Ever try that with me again. <laughs> but can I, That's can I, I love, but I still rooting for it when they see us. Oh, me too. Yeah, but let's talk about is it Ashante Black, the kid who played who played the youngest? Oh yeah, kid yeah, yeah, the youngest kid is, again there. And, and correct me, I'm gonna get her name wrong from um, The Handmaid's Tale and Orange Is the New Black. Samira Wiley. Sam- yeah. Samira Wiley. Samira Wiley. Samira yeah, Wiley. Yeah. That's her nephew. And when you look what? at his face, did not know that. I knew it was. I knew alike. it. So you know what's I so funny? Can what's I just that? tell you when I went and saw when when I finally you know when I watched when they see us. My whole thought in my head was that he looks just like her. Oh, that wow. is her. That he really looks like her. Yeah. And my whole thought, I'm thinking, first of all, he's adorable. Yes. Which made so it harder adorable. because yes. he's so cute yeah. that you're just, when it's he killing was like, you. Yeah. It's my killing you. Here? Yeah. yeah. I, I knew it. That was the moment. That was the moment. That was the moment. I was just no, like, he's I a baby. Can. But I love the casting of that show because they did make, they, they, they really made them children. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you couldn't do the young man thing. No. They, were, they, they looked were like, so and they were innocent. so cute. Yes. That, you're, that made it harder because they you're did. watching these babies just get destroyed. Uh. And you know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I'm from Michigan, so I didn't grow up on the East Coast. Mm. And so I was young when the Central Park Five narrative was coming up. And even getting older and growing in this space, I still knew about it, but didn't know the level to it. And yeah. there's something about how when you're younger and when you see, like when you're five and you see somebody who's like 14, yeah. they look 20-something to yeah, you. Yeah, they right. do. So I couldn't understand like really how young they were yeah. until this film came out. Yeah. And then to the point, the guy that you're talking about specifically, not only about is my mommy here, but then when he talked to his sister and he was yes. like, just sign it. Yeah. Right. I'm scared. Please just yeah. sign They're scared. W- and so I lived here in New York during that time, and they're around my age. Mm-hmm. So imagine at that time being a teenager. Wow. and watching other teenagers. So we were watching this. My cousins and I watched this to happen to 
fellow teenagers. Wow. So it was so terrifying just being in New York at that time. That's the reason I never could watch The Apprentice because yeah. that's the only way I really knew. I didn't know right. about the housing discrimination, yeah, yeah. but we're watching these little kids. And then when they're like, they're going to kill them. I'm living with my aunt at the time. My mother had passed wow. away. I'm living with my aunt. And so we're not watching like strange. They were like our, they were like our cousin's age. Wow. And so we were other teenagers yeah. watching these teenagers go down. It was so terrifying. I can't, I, that that trial was torture because we would come home every day and that would be on the 5 and the 6 and the 11 o'clock news. And so my aunt had that on three times a, di- a night in and our house. talk about the trauma you experienced as a kid growing up in New York, witnessing that and going through that fear of... Oh, we were afraid to go outside. I was just about to say. We were afraid to go outside. And that was and a time police. when at the same time you couldn't go to Bensonhurst, you couldn't go to Howard Beach. We knew that you know other kids that were not that much older than us were getting chased to their deaths. If you went to Crown Heights, if you yeah. ended up on the wrong side of Crown Heights, those kids would chase you. You were either it was blacks versus Jews, blacks versus Koreans, and blacks versus um, Italians. Wow. And it was so real. It was war. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't, fr- I grew up in Denver. Yeah. I was born oh, here, but I grew yeah. up in Denver. So I moved here yeah. as an older teenager, you know, to about to turn 18. And I'm, I, I wasn't used to this. Yeah. I, we, I was in a black town yeah. where we ran things. And now all of a sudden, you're, we had to get out of Canarsie at a certain time yeah. because they would chase you back onto your side. The Italian kids would chase you, wow. or the Jewish kids would chase you, or the Korean grocery store owners would accuse you of a crime and call the cops and kid, they could kill you. And you constantly, Constantly felt under threat. That's incredible. That's how I really think about how it informs everything that we're happening right now because things haven't changed. Right? No, we're In back to that. that. We literally are back to that. We never and left so, it. We no. never left. We never that. left. No. It. Even if you think about, so I cannot relate to the extreme uh, segregation that existed within New York City. But growing up in Lansing, Michigan, we will mm. often go to Detroit, and Detroit is a very segregated yes, city, metropolitan. Is. So you yeah. have the city itself, which is black, but then you go to Gross Point, which is a suburb of Detroit, which yeah. is Jewish, mm-hmm. and then you go to Southfield, which is up the mobile blacks, right? Yeah. But then if you go, I'm, I'm sorry, Bloomfield Hills is for the Jews, but if you go to Gross Point, it's more the Anglo-Saxon whites, right? right? And right. so you know all this, and the Southeast Detroit is for the Mexicans, right? Yeah. And so we have always lived in these urban centers with segregation yeah has always been there. 100%. This is why racism ha- is still so prominent today. Yeah. Because it's never left. It's just now through the lens of policy. Yeah. But it's good that we have these films now. Oh, and it's 100%. good that we have these shows to yeah. really show us. Yeah. And to make it real. Because yeah. a lot of times we don't, when you read it in like in the New York Times or you see it in the Six like even news, like it's like othering. Yeah. Like it's over yeah, there. It's yeah, a quick 30 seconds yeah. and you want to tell the story. But when you're sitting in it for a four-part series for an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if you, you did, and if you didn't live in New York, yeah. like I didn't either. I was in Atlanta at the time. I wasn't mm-hmm. here when all of this happened. And so, if you're not here, you're really removed from it. You're really relying upon what the media is Same. telling you about it. That's right. Unless you have relatives that are there, right? Yes. You know? So, but not only with when they see us, but our, also the R. Kelly documentary yes. that was also nominated. Yes. You have. Um, art that's impacting real life. Yes. You see federal charges yes. coming against R. Kelly. You cannot tell me that that did not have to do Absolutely. with surviving R. Kelly. Yeah. And now with what could happen with the prosecutors at the time of when yeah. they see us, yeah. the officers, investigators, yeah. possibly undergoing charges. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, but it's an it's it's a reopening of everything. And for a lot of people, just seeing for the first time, the first yeah. time. like what's really well, happening. Think about all of the people who read the prosecutors' books and yes. just thought of her as this fun mystery writer yeah. and had no idea. I mean. I mean, this woman Law was and the, order. 
criminal intent. Yeah. Criminal yeah. intent. Yeah. And everyone's just watching it and enjoying it and not realizing what a yeah. villain she was. So you guys, I've looked up for you guys for so long in the media space. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a newbie, you know, into the media and television and radio system. But coming from the Midwest, that's why when I'm always out on television or on the radio, I'm always thinking about what is that person in the Midwest thinking and what are they listening to? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is why I feel the responsibility of making sure things are accurate and fact-based. Yep. Because in the Midwest, we literally believe everything yeah. that you see and that you hear. Yeah. Because if it's on television, then it's gospel. Yep. Right? If it's on television, it's already been qualified. That's how it was in yeah. Colorado, too. Yeah, exactly. We just believe whatever t- came out of New York. You yeah. literally believed it. Yeah. Which then led me to this whole notion of the difference between racism and ignorance, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I have felt victim, and I can be honest about this story myself. Here I am, college-educated, nuclear chemical researcher. I moved to New York City, and I'm literally on the A train heading uptown with my homie. And mm-hmm. I was like, we, and we're sitting across from these black guys. And I turned to him, I was like, yo, it's so dope that every black person here speaks Spanish. And he yeah. said, Mike, you dumbass. Those are Dominicans. Yeah. I'm like, they're what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Here yeah. I am, went to the University of Michigan, had traveled the world, and was still not familiar yeah. with Dominicans. Yeah. Right? That they look just like blacks because they're part of the diaspora. Yeah. But again, you just don't know. Oh, no, same here. I grew up in Colorado where everybody who was Hispanic was Mexican. I mean, they literally yes. were. Because you had Mexicans, you had white people, black mm-hmm. Americans, and um, a lot of Vietnamese that lived in our community. But that was yeah. it. There weren't varieties of different kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. We were the variety. We were the only Caribbean, literally the only Caribbean people mm-hmm. in our entire town. Yeah. There were four black families. We were friends yeah. with all four yeah. because they were the only African families. Everybody black was African American, mostly come up from Texas. Yeah. So a lot of the African Americans, they all had a very similar culture to each other. Yeah. And we seemed alien. My family seemed right. alien to them. You, you literally did. So my, my intro to Caribbean culture was at Michigan through the Caribbean Student Association. Yeah. But they came from New York majority. Right. And so New Yorkers had their own ism already, yeah. Yeah. and then the Caribbeans had their own thing. So for me, it. talk about xenophobia, that was othering for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't get any of that. Right. Because first I don't get Timberlands thing. and shorts. That was new. <laughs> right? And then, and then you add on winding and roti and plantains, and I was thoroughly like, oh, those are our kids over there. Oh, and you I, I, mean? I, I don't know if I've told you this before, but when I was a kid, I remember being, and this is this is like one of those memories that you never forget. Yeah. This is in fourth grade. We went, They went around the room, and they told everybody to name your favorite food. I, this was like a traumatic thing for me for the rest of my oh life. My God. Everybody, they went around, and when they got to me with my Coke bottle glasses, I'm sitting in the yeah. back, I'm already a geek. Yeah. I got my Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. And they come to me and they say, What's your favorite food? And I said, Roti and curry. And everyone went, Shh. <laughs> Everybody looked at me like, What's no. that? What is that? What are you talking about? Did you have to What are you talking it? about? And Did then I was like, um, explain And the oh, teacher yeah. said, Well, explain to us what that is. I'm like, Um, oh, yeah. It's food <laughs> that goes in like a thing that's yeah. like a pita. Yeah. And everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> got him. Got him. Got him. It was like the yeah. worst. Th- it was literally like I, it, I went home and I was like in tears. It was so yeah. embarrassing. I, I can only imagine. But Joy and Jackie, but this is why the beautiful thing about the Emmy nomination, you think about like just the depth and the scope of just culture that's been represented in these shows, right? Yeah. Even just specifically, I'm going to talk about black culture and then we're brought out to the other cultures too as well. But then you have this successful black man in Sterling K. Brown's character in This yep. Is Us. Oh my and God. And then you have the shady, Such sketchy Don Cheeto character and Black Monday, but still see this black man being eccentric and having fun. Well, we have never been allowed to have been eccentric. We've never been able to be that Michael Douglas character in Wall Street. Right. And then so here we have it. But and that's what's so beautiful like about these yeah. nominations. They're such a diverse group yes. of, you know, black people that yeah. are nominated from just different 
types of uh, television yeah. projects. It's such a beautiful thing. It's liberating. It because is. If you look at we don't all have to be one thing. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, white America has always had that privilege in film and Hollywood to be all the things. They yeah. can be yeah. the geeks. They can be the frat boys. They can be the silly characters. Right. They can be the rich, the fluent, the smart, the intelligent. Everything. And that's reflective in the whole notion of Shit's Creek. You know, they're geeky. They're, they're fluent, but they're snobbish. They're funny. And they're, like, separate from the rest of us. Right. right? right. But then you have Game of Thrones. And so you're seeing the range of whiteness. And now you can finally see the freedom that comes with the range of blackness. Love yeah. Right? I love so it so much. I think that. it's really it's cool. It's one of my favorite things. Joanne, yeah. you have so many wonderful things to watch. Things to yeah. watch. I'm now, I haven't gotten into, and, and am I allowed to be a little bit yeah. on the more Absolutely. critical side, I should say? Of course. Oh, okay, okay, Just okay, don't okay. talk about Beyonce or New Edition. That I won't. Okay. But I'm really glad The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is not dominating the nominations this you year. Like so sorry. I, I just refuse to watch this for whatever reason. What is it? What it's, is it about? There is a stronghold that is just not allowing me to even push play. I don't know what it, Why? I don't What's know it about? what okay, so it is. Maisel, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is about the life. I want to say it's kind of well, I won't say that. I want to say I wanted to say it was kind of based off the early years of Joan Rivers, but not it's not that. Right. But it's about this young Jewish uh, housewife who decides she wants to be a stand-up comedian in the 1950s mm-hmm. okay. in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's very Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like that whole comedy scene in New York City at that time, how you yeah. kind of have to go to dive comedy show, yeah. you know, uh, club after fun. comedy club. You know, but she's a housewife. She's yeah. never done it. Her husband's trying to be a stand-up comedian. He's okay. terrible. Yeah. Oh. She realizes she's really good at it. And it's really about her trying to become this stand-up comedian great and the dynamics of her family, her relationships, her kids, her relationship yeah. with her parents. It's yeah. it's really well written and it's really well done. Okay. And Sterling K. Brown is joining the cast this season. Well, See, maybe that might bring me now. in now. But there's something about the visuals and the cinematography. It's, yeah. I just, you like it? I think it's the cinematography. Oh, so I'm a big visual guy. So, yeah, yeah. While we're yeah. Being so you must love her per- perpetual grace LTD. What have you seen this on Epic yet? I have no idea what With you're talking With Ben Kingsley. About right now. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> let me, Jackie, you're winning. When I tell you, <laughs> you, let me tell you something. Yeah. Just watch the first two episodes. Okay. It's on Epics. Okay. It's called Perpetual Grace LTD. It, I, I would be shocked if it was not one of the most exciting and great wow. things you have seen on television okay. in a long while. Okay. okay, done. It's quirky, but you will roll with it. Yes. And it is so damn good. Okay, huh. okay, we're there. Okay. Man. Okay. I'm going to let you know, Jackie, once I watch it. I'm oh, gonna yeah. Home. I'm watching this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Watch the first two episodes, and I yeah. guarantee you, you're going to be like, well, I'm I want you, you to I'm hit like me Jackie, up, and okay, I want right. I cannot wait. I'm a Jackie, you're right. When I tell you I was almost late, to get into work this morning, trying to watch um, the third episode. And where is it on? Wow. It's Netflix? on Epics. On oh, Ep. What is? You have all these channels See, that you're that's paying the thing. for. Yeah. I don't want to pay for all these different channels. Well, you don't have to, to, and I'll let that be that. Oh, cool. <laughs> get him, Jack. She got that hook. Get him, Jack. Oh. I'm not saying anything yeah. more. We're just gonna leave it at that. Okay, Basically. can we talk a little bit? Just more, but just to go back to the industry. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit. yeah, yeah. Let's pick who we think is going to win. So oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, now yes, that's yes. the okay, question. Cool. Okay. Yeah, all these nominations yes. are out, but are we going to see when they see us win? I mean, what's your prediction, Mike? Absolutely. How do you feel? It's because win above. it's all oh, it's about the voting academy, up. right? Beyond yeah. the nominations, yep. 
who are these people? And we've seen some shifts yes, in the membership yes, and all that kind of have. stuff, which yep. which is why we have these nominations. Yes, mm-hmm. But who is going to be here's who's gonna I, win? Here's why I'm confident, Jack and Joy, by saying they're going to rack up the nominations. Okay. Because as we all know, and to our listening audience may mm-hmm. not understand that when we talk about the campaigns that mm-hmm. exist, it really is a oh. get out the vote campaign. Got it. And so they're going to do all these for your consideration, all these screenings, all yeah. these receptions, specifically yeah. for the voting members of the Television Academy. Okay. And if there's anybody who has the money yeah. to have yeah. a well-funded, get-out-the-vote campaign, yeah. Yeah. it is Netflix. So oh, I have no yes. doubt in my mind that they will make yes. sure that this gets seen everywhere. Because that's the challenge, whether it's Oscars, whether yeah. it's the Emmys, yeah. is making sure that voting members have seen right. the programming, right? And I believe that once you see this, there's no way that you can deny any of it. Well, it if you can get the, through all of it. It, it took me weeks yeah. to watch it all because I had to break up yeah. watching it. I could I watched the first two at a screening. Yeah. So I had to sit through two straight episodes, which yeah. is torture. Yes. And then I had to break up the other two. I needed weeks off. I did two. Yeah. It took me between, I couldn't get, after the first one, I did like what you did. It took me a couple of hours. And I watched the second one and yeah. I couldn't watch it again for three days later. Yeah, I had to episode. wait. I took so weeks. I did it in increments. And the it. fourth episode yeah. of When They See Us is torture. It's, it's complete torture. All of it, it's but that one torture. is just painful. So I have if, a question for you guys. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to outstanding drama series, you have Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, yes. Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and this is oh, us. This is to me, this is the, my most difficult category to call. Yeah, I honestly, have you seen Bodyguard? I have, so and it's good. really good. Crazy, and the cinematography is really it's good. It's amazing. Okay, I think it comes down between Ozark, This Is Us, and Game of Thrones. I think that Game of Not Thrones, Killing Eve, which is no. like it, huge. I think, it's I think Eve it's might well be done. On this one, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be killing. Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think we're done. My only challenge with Killing Eve is that I don't like the fact that Sandra O's character is dumb. Like if yeah. she's supposed to be an MI6 agent, yes. but she does every stupid thing. I yes. hate it when they cast movies. And she's an executive producer of that yes. show. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. And I don't like. I hate series where they make the lead female character stupid. Yes. Like I love the 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 murderer is awesome. She's yes. awesome and brilliant. Yep. Yeah. But Eve is so st- she does dumb shit. Yeah. And I, it's yeah, like, stop does. doing she dumb shit. She, yeah. she, she should be dead by now. She, she, should, should. Be dead. she should be dead by they now. Been yeah. her. But can we talk about Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones who plays Brienne? Yo. You know, oh. she the so the network did not nominate her. They didn't oh. put forth the effort. She nominated herself. No. I mean, well, not nominated. She entered herself in. And was and she got the nomination. That's oh, amazing. That's, that's amazing, amazing to me. Who plays Brienne, the really tall um what is she now? They they um The Knight. She's the Knight. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a Knight. Sir she's a Sir Brienne. Sir Brienne. She uh HBO did not put in whatever they did to oh, to put her wow. in to be nominated and she did her did it herself. Good for her. I'm so happy for that because I am too. For the disrespect of HBO not to nominate her That's because disrespectful. forget what her character represents, but just in the subtleties of how she played that character. Absolutely. The look the stairs. Yeah, she very has that Meryl Streep ability, right? Because Meryl she Streep has an ability. There was never there was a scene in uh, the, the the papers, right? The Meryl Streep played with the Washington Post movie oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. There was never seen I forgot about Meryl Streep was when she really was at the coffee table and she took her glasses and the way she put on her glasses, right? Yeah. It's like the subtlety that you can really feel the yeah. moment of yeah. the, the, the yeah. move. It's yeah. almost how music kind of helps set the tone for mm-hmm. the moment and the yeah. energy. Yeah. Sometimes it's the subtleties of picking up your eyeglasses, yeah. right? And Brienne 
has a way of doing that in every single every scene. And she's, a, she's she doing fight it. scenes, yes. drama scenes, love scenes. Like she did everything. She, she had stretched. such a range. Yes. She really did. She and just really the fact that she's a female character yes. that in a series where they've had issues of like too much rape culture in it, yes. too much torture, right. of yes. course Sansa for season after yes. season, oh. where she was a character who became a knight because yes. she was just right. a badass. Yes. For, they needed that character for they that did. show to survive because audiences were going to abandon that show they were. at a certain point was just they were raping up everybody. Yeah, and literally. she was able to do it by being just a good person, yep. yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You a noble person. You mm-hmm. really believed in her. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So the other tough category for me, I don't know how you guys feel about this, is the what? lead actor in a limited series or movie because you have all my favorites. You have Mahershala Ali for True Detective. Mm. You have Toro, I'm still mad Grand, about Green Book. Jared, so good. Jared I can't. Harris, no, Green Book I can't about Green Book. I can't, but go on. No, no. <laughs> don't call Green Book against yeah, Mahershala. Yeah, exactly. It's so amazing. I'm rooting for Jarrell Jerome. I am rooting for that brother. I, he, there and is when they see us, no that's one, a tough category. No one can hold a candle yeah. to that performance. Yeah. No one. I love Mahershala, except for Green Book. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Escape from Danamora. That was so well done. Yes. It really was a very English scandal. It is one of my favorite things on TV. Yeah. Hugh Grant is phenomenal. He's in it. Chernobyl. Don't even. I didn't see Sam Rockwell, but I in Fosse yeah. Burton, but I love Sam Rockwell. But Jarrell Jerome. Yeah. It it is just it just jumps off the television. It yeah. just it is powerful. It is. It's I, his I to cannot. lose, and I hope they see it that way. He he has to win. They, I hope they see it that way. Because that's gonna be a problem. Just because he's up against some really well known, yes, and well established. And although I made that remark a few minutes ago about Netflix would do a great job in making sure the campaigning is out of people to see this movie. They need to. There still is that notion of named actors, right? right? And when yeah. people by default yeah. just do who they because, know and Because well. you may not, it may not click for you that that yeah. was, that Jarrell Drum is that actor from when they That's see it. us. That's going to be the it. problem. That's it. Decorate, you nailed it. Yeah. Unless they're able to put picture to name, yeah. you won't be able to tell. Because even when I had, I had to make sure that I got his name right, I'm yeah. still kind of trying to, it's not like just at the top of my yeah, mind. It's not an easy I was one. moved by that performance, but I have to remind myself of his name. You do. This is all, look, when Game of Thrones announcements came out, the nominations, I had to mm-hmm. Google the names, yeah. right? Because I couldn't associate. I know the characters. I know the characters. Yeah. I don't know the names, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the challenge for a lot of people. I think people are going to have to have their phones out when yeah. they're yeah. voting yep. in order to go to IMDb to you kind of figure are. this out. Right? And I think that's going to hurt those who are nominated from when they see us, except for like Anissi Nash. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a right. Do you think she'll name. win? Uh, it's, I think people know her name. I think Ingenue Ellis, who is wonderful in it, see, I don't think yeah. people know her name enough. That's the challenge because to me, Ingenue Ellis killed. She did. Role. She did. Her levels and layers of her acting ability is insane. She reminds me of Viola Davis, who can really just get into character yeah, wow. and become a very method actor. Yeah. And I think no one can do it like the way Ingenue Ellis can. She, for She's me, powerful. is going to be the next one to watch and like the next big thing. Yeah, she um, just has to get that that next big project. Yeah. But I think Joey King, if you have not seen the act, the act with I Patricia seen, Arquette, I let me tell you, act. it's a true story. It is so good. And this girl plays a young woman, a, a young girl whose mother tricked her for years into thinking that she was sick oh. and had to be in a wheelchair and had to be fed through her abdomen with a tube. What? And nothing was wrong with her. You are lying. And what she, show is this? This is The Act. Okay. On Hulu. What network is this? Hulu. 
See, I don't do Hulu. Patricia Arquette plays the mother beautifully. When I tell you this girl, Joey King, that plays the little girl who has to go, who is like, can't go to school. She's homeschooled, can't have friends. She's wheelchair bound. Yeah. Doesn't have to be in a wheelchair. Nothing is wrong with her. Right. But this, and it's a true story. Yeah. She and her boyfriend. She and her boyfriend. This is that famous Munchausen by proxy case. Yeah. yeah. She and her boyfriend end up murdering the mother. Whoa. And they both go to prison. Whoa. Um, and then this is her story all the way up until her being prison in, in prison. But even when she went to prison, she didn't know, even when she was in, you know, in court and being tried, right. she didn't know the extent that her mother was lying to her. Wow. They killed the mother? That she and her boyfriend, because she was so miserable. Right. Her, when when people would come, child services would come around to when the, when doctors would be like, thumbs up. Yeah, and they would send child services. She would drug the daughter. So the drug, so the daughter was incoherent and couldn't respond to questions and seemed like she was sickly. No. Right. For years, the mother did this. Wow. Because she just wanted the daughter altered. The mother was right. sick. But it's it's it's, a, yeah. it's an illness. Munchausen by proxy. It it's actually um, an illness. So I'm gonna go too deep into that. But what was the result of that? Um, she's she, still in prison. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay, still. So she's done Doctor Phil. Wow. She's done, yeah, she's still in prison. Wow. Okay, mm. guys. So, question for you. And yes. speaking of Viola Davis, mm. so we have lead actors in a drama series. Yeah. And I think this is a very challenging category for me. So I'm mm-hmm. curious what you guys think. So we have yeah. Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, who's Aria. Oh, uh, Aria. Yep. Okay. And then we have Jodie Comer of Killing Eve, Viola mm-hmm. Davis, who I love and just mentioned, Laura Lenny from Ozark, which is my favorite freaking show on earth. Okay. Mandy Moore, This Is Us. Just get your Kleenex every time this yeah. episode comes yeah. on. Sandra yeah. O, oh, Joy, who you've been Playing, loving. Doing dumb stuff. But doing dumb shit. Doing dumb um, and then Robin Wright, who kills it. Yeah. To I me, like, this is the second is, toughest category. I was like, who is Kevin Spacey? Yeah, who is exactly. Who? So I haven't seen the episode with the, the episodes without him. So she, without him, the whole it's still season. great. The whole she season. Kills it. She, she just took it over. Her again, I'm a fan of like method actors. Yeah. And those yeah. who could get into characters. And yeah. again, it's the way that Robin Wright can stare at the camera or yeah. stare at her subject. She yeah. owned it. She just it's she like, kills it's it. It's like she should have had it all All by the whole time. That's what I've been saying. Did they kill him off? Like, where is he husband. died. Yeah, oh, he died. He, died. Dead. he comes yeah. back. They don't even give it a lot of explanation. They just say he just did. Gone. Gone. But you know, and I think they messed up Amelia Clark because they turned her into Dora the Explorer at the end of the Yeah, they that, really that did. has turned. Like, they really it, did. I feel the same way. I'm yeah. not even I'm not even for and that. Kill, and they Jody Comer, it. Killing Eve is actually one of my favorite shows, and I think okay. she's brilliant. Okay. All the accents, all the yep. you know, she plays such a great character. I think poor Sandra Obi doing stupid shit, she's not gonna win. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I've never seen This Is Us because I don't want to cry every week. I cry every week at work. I'm crying at work. I don't need to cry. I'm not trying to cry. Literally, I know I'm going to cry. I particularly joined Jackie, make sure I watch that by myself. Right. Because I want to protect my manhood. And I'm comfortable with my manhood enough to cry in public. I don't have an issue with that. But I don't want somebody to see me every week. Now, are you guys surprised (laughs) that there were no lead actress in a drama series um, nominations for, uh, you know, our our show that's about our current era of uh, Under His Eye? What's it called? Oh, um, Cammy's Cam- Tale. Cammy's Tale. Ha- no, no Cammy's Tale. Tale nominations. I'm actually glad actress. for that, Joy really? and Jackie. I'm really? so sorry. The yeah, second, yeah, yeah. The, I feel like I they, have to they say, also been dominating the Emmys. They yeah, have. and the second season, it. there's been some disappointments with me with this yeah. uh, series, but I still love it. Like this season is just 
out the gate is so good. Okay. It's so very good. Okay. See, I've yet yeah. to be moved enough because that's on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I've, I've it's been good. yet to get there. Oh, it's but good. can we talk about who really is winning, though? It's like these streaming services. Yeah, they are. Hulu, crazy. Amazon, Netflix. I mean, the they game are is changing. killing the game in yeah. the sense of how this in is every working. Way. How we're I mean, look at look at what's happening content. with the Academy Awards with the, with the yeah. movie industry trying to block yeah. movies that are streamed, mm-hmm. you know, from being nominated. Steven yeah. Spielberg famously yeah, is. is one of the ones that are, are, are part of this campaign. Are trying to block Trying to shows? stop streaming yeah. movies. He believes streaming movies should not be nominated within the Academy and that they should, be, they should be reduced, not reduced, they should be placed in the Emmy category for film on, on Emmys because he was saying the level of production that's needed yeah. in order to create a film for the big screen right. is a different type of level of production that is needed for the smaller screen or digital screen to uh-huh. his credit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he believes that it's an unfair advantage when it comes to that. But I also do believe, though, I think what he's really trying to say is that he understands consumer behavior patterns. Right. And he's come to understand that if we can watch these incredible films from the comfort of our home with Seamless and Uber Eats, right, it changes the viewing yeah. experience yeah. that we are less likely to go to films into the theaters, your AMC, to your Regals. Yeah. And that's actually been the case for me. Yeah. It is literally you don't have to go to hard for Same me here. to go see Same here. Especially when they AMC. put scary-ass shit like cats on. Yeah. then I know I'm going to have a nightmare. <laughs> have you seen this trailer? I don't yeah. need to be scared. No, I haven't seen the nightmare. I haven't seen it for we just I have Question for okay. you, my friend. Our Yo, new friend. We love you. We're oh, gonna have you back all no, the time, I love Mike. You guys. I know. No, anytime. I love Mike you guys. Mike, you can come back anytime. Love. I I have a question about why is it that Queen Sugar, which to me is one of the best ah! shows ever made, come on now. ever in life, come it's on beautifully now. shot. It's gorgeous in terms of the lighting, the, the costume, writing is incredible, the writing, the acting. Why Everything. doesn't it get? Now? Why doesn't what it ever is get happening? Anything? Yo, I'm so sorry, audience. I, I had to put my head it. in my jacket because I'm so mad about I've that. I've never understood it. I never understood it. It never has. I never. But here's the okay. And oh, I, and I, and like this. I'm just and like, Ava. Yeah, yeah, it is. How? I don't get it. Listen, can someone I lo- explain I, it? I love Mother Oprah. Uh, yes. Or just Oprah. She doesn't want to be called anything. In the yes. attribution. Not auntie. So I, I love yes. Oprah. No auntie. Yeah, yeah, I love mm-hmm. Oprah. Uh, I love own, but I think they have got to start playing the game better. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a game, people. It's but politics. doesn't know how to play a game it's better about, than Oprah. She's, she's, she, but she's only one person, yeah. right? So to, so even to give, okay, so let's go 30,000 feet level per perspective. Okay. These networks and Netflix, they actually create uh, award departments. So there is departments dedicated mm-hmm. just get them nominated. Just to get them nominated. Because honestly, okay. Queen Sugar, like literally Queen just Sugar to get them is nominated. incredible, but so is Greenleaf. So is Greenleaf. Greenleaf yeah. is so good and it has some they of the do. top actors yes. in Black Hollywood. And the haves and the have nots. They do. Okay, 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 okay. Listen, we're going to do our But I really believe they have to start. And listen, Oprah, if you're listening, I love you. I know some of you guys are very own. You guys work incredibly hard, but you need to set aside some budget to do an award department. There's no reason that Queen Sugar does not have a a row of Emmys. A row. It's a brilliant show. David Allen Greer. You said the right word for me with cinematography. It is shot. Incredibly. Never looked so beautiful. So good. And the thing that they do that we know that Jackie and I can tell you, and you know, this is one of our challenges is. It's hard enough to light a black person. Oh, yeah. But when a black person and a, a light, a, a white and a black person are on the same screen, yeah, come on or now. a light skin and a dark yeah. skin yes. black person on the same screen, it's doubly hard. It is. And we all know that as black women who are on television, yeah. being yes. with, yeah. with white people, yes. you always come out chalky or dark or yes. wrong or not the right color that, or yes. too light or washed out. This show is lit to perfection. It from is. The first, from the first scene yes. in the first episode yes. when Rutina Wesley's character, uh, yes. Nova, uh, is, uh, you know, in the bed, those yes. locks... 
that skin. Yes. Just beautiful. And Michelle and Vega Ocello should get the her music. own set of awards. Come on now. everything yeah. she writes yeah. for that show yes. is gorgeous. It's, like, yes. How is that not they have to have all the Emmys. It's and a feature I'm looking every on here, week. I was just sitting here going it's, through it's it, not trying there. to find it's them. Not it's not there. Not for acting, not no, for anything. Nothing. No. And the authenticity of the story. Yes. Because sometimes when they show black films and narratives in the South, sometimes it can be a little bit more exaggerated. It's exaggerated it's and it's exaggerated. not realistic. It's not realistic. They're this reminds the me of Waycross, Georgia, where my mother's from. Mm, this reminds me of Tappahannock, Virginia, where my father is from. Yeah. It's very authentic. There's no extraness I about it. Waycross. We got to talk oh, yeah, yeah. stuff later. What up, cuz? Not my family, yeah. but just friends of family. Oh, okay, we know yeah. some folks. Oh, yeah. you have to. Yeah. But it really just shows the authenticness of us, right? And then it also shows... and. I'm sure you guys know this because you guys are smart people. It really shows the story of uh, sharecropping. Yes. It really shows it really the value does. of and agriculture and farmers, economics and yeah. entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right? Yes. But it really yes. talks about, too, how yes. we've been removed from that That's place right. of getting to middle income and upper class right. income because farms have been taken That's away from us. That's 40 acres and a mule That's that have been taken back. Taken and it back. is such an important story. It's, and, and, and they do it in such a subtlety. They don't Beautiful. bang you over it's the head over with the head it. At all. But it's so recognizable. It's gorgeous. And then the fact that this black female has taken over cane sugar. A hundred percent. It's just, it, yeah. it is it is the most dynamic. And it is so powerful the way I love Spike Lee and how she, she did that movie, She's Got a Habit, yes. which show black female sexual liberation, yes. being able to be sexually fluid or just sexually in control, just in charge of their agency or their bodies, yeah. Yeah. right? And she's yes. got a habit, which is the character, Rhodey, which you're mentioning. She's in charge of her body. So she's able to sleep with a man if she wants yes. to recklessly, yes. right? Or yes. just by choice. Yes. Or a female if she wants to. Yes. And it's not often that black females are allowed to be sexually fluid on television. Yes. I think that also goes without judgment. Misunderstood. Because Rutina Wesley, first of all, she should herself have a, yes. a whole pocket full of Emmys for, for, yes. for her for her portrayal. For, from True Blood yeah. from True to Blood. This. How? And even how they captured, right. like, they did it perfectly the narrative of the Black Lives Matter dynamic. 100%. And the youth trying to find their voice in activism. Yes. Right? Oh, but like, the whole every... situation with Ralph Angel yes. and finding Amazing. out that Blue was not his child. That yes. whole arc. And his whole arc with the child. Oh. Audience, I'm slapping Angel both hosts right I now. I need a yeah, separate so show just yeah, yeah. about Blue just literally. and Ralph Angel. Yeah, Thank you. Literally. And his- him dealing with just being a black man trying to reclaim his life after being yes. in prison yes. and yes. being on parole. Yes. But also yes. being this dude who's this like hard black man who's yes. got this son who's sensitive and wants and to play with a dog. dog. Yes. And he's like and so loving open to and it. And it's okay. And, son, and yes. he's just so loving toward it. I yes. mean, come now. How do you not love that? And then the fact that they're allowing him, and I just had a big discussion, and Nita knows this recently, about how sometimes black people feel we need to be qualified to do something, yes. right? We have to be qualified to speak in our own culture, which is just, it, that's a little soft spot for me right now. But also we have to be qualified in order to be a good father so you can't come from prison. If you yes. come from a prison, you're a bad father. Right. This okay. is contrary to that. Yes. You don't have to be educated. If His you have no degree, genius. a GED, whatever you yes. have, you're okay. It's just the yep. love. Is, love is enough. I love it. Right? Yeah. And that is yeah. enough. But far too often, we have to qualify black men. See, right? and, and, and what and, I love about is. Ralph Angel and the way that Ava and the writers there have decided to handle him is you remember that first season where he left Blue in the Park for just a minute and went and robbed that store just because he needed that money but just to show the way he carried that and showed I still love my son I'm trying to figure out my life and how to provide but I love that they showed that but it goes back to current scenario what happened with Meek Mill and I'm not Mm. trying to make him the face of criminal justice and I'm sure we can debate about what that is and what that looks like but you have to be said about something about over criminalization over police 
policing yes. and long-term probation and yeah. what that does to an individual because we see in Ralph Angel and so too they often having to walk that fine line of yeah. always having to watch over his back. Yeah. Am I doing something wrong? Yeah. If I that's do right. this, that's my right. son's going to be taken away that's from right. me, that's but right. it's hard for me to get a job, yeah. right? That's why he's on the fishing dock, right? Yeah. It's because somebody would hire him. And so we're able to see visually yeah. what it's like to constantly and, be on probation. But also the mother, also the story of the mother yeah. who was so caught up in drug addiction that yes. she was prostituting yes. herself. Right. I mean, and she to, comes from an affluent how much family. Come from, mm-hmm. But 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 to be that, to fall that far down in your yeah. life, and to still show her as a loving, yes. and caring as a mother, mom. and to allow and her. Can we yes. just for a moment to do that? Give a yes. shout out to to a Hollywood. Yes, who's like makes all oh. men look bad because he's the greatest the husband, boyfriend on earth. Hollywood. We had him on show. He, I mean, he. Uh, if it, I hope in his personal life. He that good of a man yeah. because if he's not he's in trouble because Joy, you nailed it like oh, I look at him I'm just like I'm just Damn not it. that good like, I'm just not that good I'm just like I'm just not no. that good and, you know, I'm just this, not the, that good the, the fact that it's not getting nominated the, the last time I was this upset about it was Beasts of No Nation which yeah. was another instance this was Netflix yeah. where Beasts of No Nation was the best film that year oh, yes, and it, it got so nothing. nothing those kids nothing. who were genius actors those children who the one boy who never spoke yes and the acting was so perfect yeah yeah perfection they got nothing. Idris Elba's in it. They yes. get nothing. So it's like sometimes oh. the Emmys, the one reason I'm a little cynical about these award shows yes. is sometimes the best of what's out there gets, yeah. nothing gets nothing and gets ignored. But because we need a war category, a we war need department. Have, right, we need right. more we award need departments. That. I mean, we and before have to we get off of Queen Sugar, yeah. the, God, I'm blanking on her name, the, the auntie who Hollywood's Bye. girlfriend. Oh, Bye. Bye. Yeah. What that I love about Vi, the storyline that's that we don't get addressed. That's why I love this show is our issue with Black Americans getting access to capital in order to make yes. profit of things that we naturally do well, which is yes. desserts, yes. food, yes. southern yes. cultures, our culture. Yes. But too often we never have financial yeah, access to capital yeah. in order to yeah. fund our ventures that that's we right. have. Yeah. That's right. And here you have this lady; she's sick, right? And yep. she had to essentially beg this white man, yes. right, not to yes. like not to pull his support, not to pull the support from that. Yeah. And just right. that fact. And I love how. Ava allows that duality. Yeah. Allow how yes. Ava allows us to be uncomfortable with seeing this black woman have to cow tie and yep. humble herself yep. in front of a white person yeah. in order just to make this income or first shot into the middle class, yes. right? right? The desperation. Yes. Yes. But it really goes to how many vibes are out there right. that so didn't have that chance. And that goes into the whole dynamic we're having right now with the monopolization of our southern food that yep. comes from black That's cuisine right. where yeah. individuals and are, are making bank for that. Don't get, me, don't get at me with <laughs> Nima Marcus for the collard greens. listen, listen. Right. listen. In their Christmas catalog. How are you going to sell collard yeah, greens literally. from the Neiman Marcus catalog yeah. for $60? For $60? What? Don't get me on the red velvet cakes. Right? And you know it's Patty LaBelle is coming out with her own uh, line for Walmart. Patty LaBelle oh. is it's coming out with a line, line of soul food for Walmart. Oh, okay. oh good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and they contrast it with, with the niece who's, self, who's self-funding, who yes. has the money where she can have power and where she's this rare black woman that's yes. got a woman and black with all this economic power. Yes. Cast aside the, the husband yes. and is able to still like As own she and rule. Oh. Sorry, and also with the dynamic of family dynamics of having to be comfortable when someone who's made it, quote unquote. Right. right? And having to come back so and how they, they feel about mama. that. Her white Listen, mama. They yeah. cover it It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. How is it not getting it? I know. Joy, Oprah, listen, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Please create together. a category of awards we department. We up. The three of us can I'm down for that. Department. I'll even do well, it for a bold Don't this we way, do need that? I mean, I do, that's the thing is that these, we all yeah. are looking to these old things like Emmys for validation yes. for our, for the, for the work that's being done. But it's necessary. 
yeah. it's just a necessary part it, of the industry. We're is. not to the point where we can say we're self-validating. Uh, yes. Forget it. I mean, some people can like Ava can say. I don't need the award. She yeah. has the, uh, but she's gotten, uh, you know, Oscar so nominations Oscars, yeah. and things yeah. like that from projects that she's done. She's connected with Oprah. So she she has the luxury to say, yeah. eh, it's yeah. not important. For other actors, other filmmakers, yeah. you know, other creators that are out there just trying to make their way up, they need that acknowledgement because it will bring them into the forefront yes. to, and put make them household names. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then other things will open come. up. The studios will start to green light it. Because yes. the studio, see, not only is it making money, but it's also getting uh, critically acclaimed. Yes. Right. So then, like, black narratives yeah. are critically acclaimed. When that that's part of your byline, when, not yes. your byline, but that when that's part of your bio, when people introduce you yeah. as Emmy Award winner, yeah, Emmy nominated, Oscar nominated, it still matters. It makes it helps. a difference. And you guys are, we are working in for media companies that they display their Emmys. Like, yeah. like when you walk in. They do. Right? Yeah. Even yeah. established media companies do mm-hmm. that for that benefit. Before we get out Queen Sugar, because we can keep going on this one. But there's one mm. more point that I really love about the niece who comes home having, who has the money and economics. I believe activism needs to be funded. Charlie, Charlie, thank you. Activism needs to be funded, and economic is a way to freedom, and it's a way to liberation. But how she does it subtly, by not banging it over her family's head. Because sometimes there's a part of our community when we make it when we get educated and when we yeah. start working out and going to the gym and we live on the coast and then yep. we go back to the Midwest or we go down south, we start criticizing the college grades. Yeah. Right? And we start right. criticizing the very things that, that we Bill grew Cosby up on. Bill Cosby thing where he's like the cornbread speech where it, it's like or, or names of children. Yes. You need to name your Stop children. Stop naming yeah. your kids. Well, they're naming their kid Apple. Come on, they come on. <laughs> they naming the child Apple. And Plum. seven. Yeah, and yeah, seven. 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 And we don't say nothing about that, but you like and, your and West, yeah, right. and West, <laughs> well, well, North, and North, North. Stop playing. I know. You know what I mean? I know. By exactly. the way, can we? Uh, I'm sorry. Don't even do Kanye. Don't, oh, no, Why no, are you no. doing a church service? At Leave his house Kanye. Stop that. Okay. We I cannot. Gonna, no, no. I'm down not with even the, a church I, service. I'm down to keep going down this road with that one. This brother has frustrated me to no harm. I used to love Kanye West to no end. What took? What was the turn for you? The turn was he went into the Trump Towers during the pre-inauguration during the Explorer. Story, the transition. Yeah. Uh, and then went ways. back again and had a crazy press conference in there. Wh- but now what he's doing is he's doing a church service without taking up a collection, meaning you paying yes. rather than taking in like a normal church. Like but a see, normal that's church. Not, that's like, that's MC Hammer that, in the making. You're going to be broke, bro. You're going to broke quick you as I don't know Jesus what. Jesus to help you pay your exactly bills. Exactly. A good but financial be planner. Broke. Here's quick. my issue, and I will say you this, and I'll let y'all continue bashing Kanye, is I will say the brother is mentally ill. And I think yeah. that at some then point he needs a friend to tell him. Yeah. Stop but but your money I don't know that. what he has or doesn't well, have. But I think you that you should not make fun of. I'm gonna pick my drink. Okay, <laughs> you made me put it down because Jackie, I, I hear he's you. Mentally but here, Ill. but here's Clearly what, he is. But here's why. Okay, and we may be. I may be crossing lines. I'm not in this brother's household, right? I'm right. not in his family, right. right? But since you brought that up, yeah, the reason why, and I do believe he is mentally ill. He needs some. Help. He's he admitted that he's bipolar. Also, but I also do believe we don't see. The family proactively creating narratives to get help for mental health. That's we don't right. see the family proactively talking about mental health awareness just right. in America in general. Yep. We never hear the story. And this is a family that's made their money yeah. off of telling every single Everything thing about, about their lives. So now you want to keep this quiet? But I, don't I, don't, know. I don't know but if is, it's right is that, or, or is, what. But I, one thing that I know about 
Kanye when it comes to the Kardashians is that he makes his own decisions. And I think that Kanye is very guarded about his mental health. He does not like, like, he doesn't want to take his meds, for example. And we know that. He's talked about that. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want, he thinks it stifles his creativity or or whatever. But I think that. I think that when you look back to when his mother was alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when when Donda West was alive, I think that she, I think that he then had mental health issues. Yeah, I don't yeah. know this, but I suspect. Yeah, and yeah. I think that she was integral in managing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that once that she died, I think that all bets were off as far as where he would go. Listen, I think that he does do things that. Um, you know, just the whole Beyonce, Taylor Swift situation. Yeah. There are so many things that yeah, he does yeah, that to yeah, me yeah. just seems so wrong. But I think just because I'm such a I'm so sensitive about mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. we have to be careful True. when it comes to making but fun have, of people. No, I'm not who, making fun of him. No, I think it's Like Soledad O'Brien beautifully, I love, said on Twitter, I'm no longer going to criticize him because I realize he has mental health issues. Well, how do you explain the wife then getting down with this supposed uh, rehabilitation thing that the Donald Trump administration Exactly. Well, Joy, stop. Okay, so exactly. Her but name. keep going. Yep, the wife. Yep. So Miss Kardashian went down to Who, the, Kim? Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian went okay. to the White House, yep. posed with Donald Trump yep. to supposedly pass. What does that have to do with exactly. Donald Trump? Exactly. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? As I'm I saying pour. The, the, wife, the mm-hmm. wife, and then now we are finding out this weekend, because I still, I'm sorry, work is in my head. Yeah. They are going to release 3,000 people through this program that she promoted. What does this have yeah. to do with Kanye? And you know what they're going to do? Deport them. They're releasing but people. But what does that have to do for, with Kanye? No, 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 I'm just saying, I'm saying. So you're moving. Yeah. So, no, so, no, no, no. I'm saying that the whole family has yeah. associated themselves with this president. Both yes, of them. Both and of them And so have. the reality is, is that maybe the challenge with him being able to pull back is that it isn't just him. That maybe the family So maybe you think that they're pushing him into that? associated him themselves with the, they've, the, the, the auntie. Come they on used, now. Um, the, um, the first white, the, the ex-husband yep. who's now. Now, who, who, who? Um, that used to be Lamar. The, the, no, 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 no. Who's no, no. ex-husband? Kim Kardashian's mom's ex-husband. That's now Bruce a woman. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. That used to be Bruce Jenner. Yeah. What's Bruce Jenner's new name? Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. is a Trumpy. Yep. For Trump. Yep. The daughter is now Kim Kardashian, all with Trump, yes. promoting this. You know, supposed criminal justice reform, criminal justice reform yes. that is now going to release three thousand people. Yes. I think it's this weekend, in which about a third of them are going to be d- immediately deported. Yes. So they're now setting them up and saying we're going to release you to be deported. Yes. So now it's it's helping the deportation regime, and then you got Kanye yucking it up for Trump with a red hat yes. on. I'm just saying that maybe the challenge with getting him back off of that Trump train is they all on the Trump. But that's train. where I was going with it, Jackie. Where right, exactly where you went with maybe it, they Joy? All on is the this Trump why train. I don't? It's unbelievable no when, when, when everything is so public. Now all of a sudden, but you're not pushing back. You're not removing from the limelight. You're actually adding gasoline adding to the fire. Maybe, and here's where I'm going with this, Joy yeah. and Jackie, when it comes to Kim Kardashian. The question I asked today, this morning, was the fact of when did Kim Kardashian become interested in criminal justice reform? Mm-hmm. Was she interested in criminal justice reform during the Clinton era, during right. the Obama era, or was it when Kanye West started wearing the MAGA hat and he received all the backlash publicly right. from his fans and supporting the Trump narrative and the Trump uh. agenda, which was seen as racism? So then was it a marketing tool? 
Was it a marketing employee? Yeah. In order to switch the dynamic. So for me, it's a point of origin, a point of entry, I should say, is when did you become such an advocate for criminal justice? And then she sent that tweet out yesterday, thanking President Trump and Jared Kushner regarding ASAP Rocky scenario that's going on. And mm-hmm. thank you They're trying to for get inter- Rocky yeah, thank you for intervening for the ASAP Rocky, uh, President Trump, and, and Jared Kushner. Yep. The issue I had with it, and I went through her timeline to make sure I was factual about oh, yeah, this. Please yeah. break I went this through down. her timeline to see did she say anything else about all the racist rhetoric that President Trump said this week. Her timeline was null and void mm-hmm. to rebuking anything that President Trump said regarding go back to your home countries. I asked a question. How can you address criminal justice reform from an authentic place mm-hmm. if you are yet to rebuke the very nature of criminal justice mm-hmm. inequality, which is race, right? You don't rebuke mm-hmm. him for that, but then you thank him for criminal justice reform on a tweet. You need to rebuke him for his Jesus. racist statements when talking about go back to your yeah. country mm-hmm. before you can thank him ah. for making a phone <laughs> call to Secretary Pompeo <laughs> about getting Ace Rocky out. Oh, which, by the way, Hakeem Jeffries had already sent a letter. Representative uh, S.P. out of Harlem of Ace Rocky already sent a letter to the State Department. The State Department had already issued a statement prior to her tweet that they were already working on this. But let me say this. But yet we but give that me, credit. But, but let me it's say It's branding this. and marketing let for me say her this, in order to save their money that was going awry when that MAGA hat got placed on top of Kanye West's head. Mm. Mm, mm. Got placed on top? Mm. You think, however, okay, so wait. We look at mm. it. So, so let me ask you this. Okay, yeah, so yeah, just yeah, so we can be mm. clear. Yeah, I hear yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. about Kim. Come I'm on, Jack, as, as I said. Because, you know, I love my Kardashians. We're going to put oh, this to I the see. side. I do. And I can they tell. Love Trump. And they love Trump. I do. I love my Kardashians. But let's put Kim to the side. Let's go back to Kanye. You can't put Kim to the side. They're like, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, here we go. So, based on everything that you said, so are you saying yes. that Kanye is basically a puppet for the Kardashians because you said they placed the bag of hat on his head? Are you? No, no. I didn't say that as the Kardashians. I just said uh, I got are placed you, on his head. Let me ask you. Are you saying that all that Kanye is doing um, when it comes to going to see Trump in that press conference that he had that was crazy, um, all the things that he's doing is being orchestrated and controlled by the Kardashians? Do you believe that? I didn't say it was being orchestrated by the Kardashians. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't believe the origin of when he began to wear the MAGA hat was brought upon based upon Kim Kardashian and her mother physically placing a hat on him. I believe they are now culpable in terms of the action he's doing regarding Do the MAGA hat encouraging and that? The supporting. And because of the fact so that So you think I don't that believe, they're encouraging that behavior? They're encouraging, but you're saying yeah. that you're, they're using criminal justice reform as a way to help him rebound exactly. from the negative reaction. That's, that's where I'm coming that's from. Not that's, that's, that's but that's I'm not saying. what I'm asking. What I'm asking yeah. is Kanye's actions. Yeah. His actions. Going to visit Trump. Yes. Praising Trump, going yes. and having that press conference that he mm-hmm. did. Do you think that that, that his behavior is his own behavior? Or do you think that that is part of the Kardashians plot to control America? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, I'm not saying that you said no, 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 any I, I, of that. No, 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 no. I'm asking I'm going to answer your question. I always answer the question, right? But I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you're saying that, but I'm asking you to believe that. I'm going to answer a question in an authentic place of... I don't know the answer, and here's why I don't know the answer to that, Mm -hmm. for a very specific reason, right? If you are living your authentic truth, 
mm-hmm. right? Kanye West, when he was in the process of making his album in, was it Dakota, Utah, Wyoming? Mm-hmm. He was in the process of making yes. his album in Wyoming. That's when he decided to take on this MAGA persona. That's when right. he'd be able to start tweeting and talking about someone who shall not be named, mm-hmm. right? In terms of on that side of rhetoric yeah, yeah, of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's when he began to spew all these things. That's when we've seen him going in and out and really praising the president and really trying to have meetings with him, mm-hmm. right? Then the backlash occurred, right? And then when the backlash occurred, for some reason, why I can't answer this, because I believe Kanye and the Kardashians separately are about protecting their money, right? Mm. Because immediately what got reported, and Kanye talked about it and the Kardashians talked about it, when the heat got so strong, when people were booing him at his concert, if you yeah. remember that and moment, people started booing, money. he started losing, losing money, money. Yeah. he changed the tracks, on this album, this album that we have right now, let's say it's 10 tracks. Those weren't the original 10 tracks that were supposed to be placed on the album. There were other songs and tracks that were on that album that were very pro-MAGA, that were very pro-Trump. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, when things are ha- when things are happening, Kim got involved and started tweeting about it, mm-hmm. right? That's when we seen new tracks come out and a whole new album came out. And then mm-hmm. that's when we saw Kim Kardashian start talking about criminal justice, justice reform. reform. To try to pull back in so, the audience that would have originally been a fan of so Kanye. Exactly, so you think, which is an economic question. So you think so that I Kim Kardashian that. is not really... Care about criminal justice reform? No, no it's branding and marketing. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, but I'm saying, do you think that not only are you saying that she doesn't care about criminal justice reform, but that she's doing it to kind of save, uh, save economics Kanye? Save Kanye. To, save to, Kanye. to stop the, the leak. To stop right. the leak. Stop the I, leak. I, I mean, and the thing about mm-hmm. it is, right, and and so uh, and the gentleman from a uh, CNN who's who's part of it as well, Van oh. Jones. Jones. So so there's this whole marketing opportunity. No, that, it's okay. That I think exists <laughs> for people who want to be friendly to the Trump administration. Because remember, he's a celebrity. Yeah. And so they all come from a similar world of celebrity. Oh, yeah. But for him becoming an open racist as president, yeah. he'd probably still be a celebrity, right? If oh, he had yes. come in and just done an infrastructure plan, he'd just yeah. be a celebrity president. Yeah. So they would have been openly able to be fans of his. Because yeah. remember how many celebrities were on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, absolutely. Donald well, Trump was a genuine celebrity. So are we celebrity. looping Van Jones into all of this? No, what I'm he, saying is no, no, he's I'm helping to shepherd it. Yeah, he and Kim Kardashian work hand legitimacy. in hand. He gives them the policy legitimacy. Mm-hmm. So you think that he's... Connected Kim Kardashian to the attorneys in California right. to allow to Jared, her to bar Because M remember what Jared. So we don't think that Van Jones is truly he's a facilitator. He's, he's just facilitating. There, he's facilitating. Sure. And the reality yeah. is, is that mm. this whole thing. And I'm not saying I'm not blaming anyone for anything. I'm not mm-hmm. accusing. What I'm just saying Same is here. that Donald Trump's. Um, we, we know Donald Trump is racist. That's yes. clear. Mm-hmm. But what Donald Trump is trying to do for his brand is that on the black side, yeah. have a celebrity-based yeah. pro-criminal justice reform agenda that can help him rebound from the idea that he's racist. Exactly. Right. And so what they chose to do was to have Jared, who's in charge of everything, yeah. Yeah. put together this supposed criminal justice reform. Yeah. In the reality, what it is, is 3,000 people are going to be released from prison, mm-hmm. and then a third of them are going to get deported Depor- immediately. But the, but the market— That are going to be released yeah. this weekend? Yes, ma'am. Yes. They're going to they're gonna release them to deport them because it's, yep. uh, their agenda really is one thing. Get brown people out. Facts. Black people out. Get rid of them. Yeah. So they're going to let them out. So yeah. now they can say on the positive side, we've got this agenda of criminal justice yeah. reform. That's the marketing. Yeah. But the reality is they still have the same agenda. What I object 
to is the fact that celebrities are letting themselves be used in that agenda, whether it's Kanye, Kim, the whole family. They're letting themselves be used as part of the the marketing of that agenda to let black people think this guy cares about black people. Do you think that they know that that they're aware of that? I have no idea. Of these details that you're talking about right now? And the reality is, is the reason that I'm not sure they're aware of it is that the influence apparently politically is from Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner is a Trump supporter, has been from the beginning. Despite his anti-trans agenda, Caitlyn Jenner is a Trumpist. But she's always been a strategist of the family, though. But she's she's estranged from the family. They're very separate. You don't think that Caitlyn Jenner is influential on their politics? I don't Because Caitlyn Jenner is a Trump supporter. Well, she raised them. You know yes. what I mean? She raised the Probably Kardashians. Probably to be pretty conservative But they're, but they're very estranged now. Not not um, Kylie and Kendall. They could be estranged but now. It doesn't other. mean that she didn't shape their political they're views. Well, because and she raised their narrative. She raised them as And to couple what you're saying, um, so one of them, both of you are really saying some really as fantastic Bruce. points, is that the whole narrative of we're losing sight of Trump as an entertainer, He's right? An and Trump loves producing shows and narratives. Yes. And what better show could you have than having Kim Kardashian, who's one of the largest followers on social media, which correct. he loves, which is his main platform, to come into celebrities. the White House but and have a celebrity moment. Point, but before we even go there, is, but before we even go there, there was even a moment and talk about Van Jones being a facilitator. So I had a chance to interview him, and he talked about how he couldn't get Jared or Trump to move on anything with criminal justice. Until he but got a then celebrity. Uh, Kim Kardashian type comes there in, puts on a show puts on a social media show and he gets and all to be sudden, next to a celebrity but my so, point hold on let me, is, let me, let me, let me uh, land the plane Jack let me land the plane let me land the plane let me land the plane with that so then as we get to that first step act that got passed when you really read the details of the first step act that got passed it's a very soft approach to criminal justice reform they're only knocking off approximately five years off of a 20 year sentence they're only knocking off five years of a 25 year sentence the minimal mandates the statutory maximum mandates that are existing are still in place. Those weren't removed, yep. right? And so it all that it's just cosmetic. But what did they get? Policy, what did they get? What did they, they get? They got a moment. They're saying that we are for black people, and they got what else? And celebrity a and photo, views, a photo of Trump yeah. with Kim yeah. Kardashian. Yeah. But, here, was all but here's for my that. point. For we that. started off, and my point in defending Kanye and his mental illness. Y'all are all off into Trump and all this. <laughs> kind. What I'm saying, y'all talking about Kanye having church. That's wrong. All yeah. that kind of stuff. Listen, I'm not not up on the facts with the criminal, um, you know, release situation I'm talking about this weekend and where Kim fits on that and all that. What I'm saying is it is wrong to make fun of Kanye West. I didn't make fun of him. No, I didn't make fun of him. No, well, whatever you all were doing, criticizing him for having his church and all those things, which is where we started because of his mental illness. I don't think, you know, however you feel about the Kardashians and what they're doing, if they're manipulating him or they're being manipulated, whatever. I think that to make fun of Kanye, uh, it, I, I'm just not on board for that. Well, I wasn't making fun of Kanye, I'll make fun of and I wasn't making fun of, of mental What were y'all health. saying about his we church? We were teasing about All the I church. We were talking about the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. She was talking about yeah, passing yeah, yeah. the plate. Uh-huh, I just said uh-huh. he should uh-huh. pass a plate because all that I'm means saying, money going out, saying. no money coming all in. I'm that's all I'm saying is ease up, pass a plate. ease up on Kanye pass a plate. because okay. he's dealing with some mental illness. Y'all, go down, y'all went I'm down saying. about a million different roads. We love Mike Muse, Yeah, I love you guys. He did fire me. Can I get rehired? You are rehired. You brought it back home with the Trump. The Trump conversation saved you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being anti-Kardashian. Okay, I will openly say on record that 
I didn't uh, laugh at Kanye West's mental health. And if I did, if it came across that way, I apologize. Okay. But what I won't apologize for is being anti-Kardashian. What I won't well, that, apologize for that, is being anti-Kim Kardashian. You can be all and what that I won't all apologize day, for is a past that America has given this porn star. What you cannot do is make fun of Kanye West. What you cannot do is make fun of Kanye West. Let me go read my Bible. I got a Bible. Mike Muse, we love you. I'm going to read the Bible. I love you guys. We do love you. We love the Lord. We have to go. Thank you so much for Sorry, this is amazing. Thank no, you. this is great. Yeah, we yeah, love that you so enjoy cool. our wine, but don't come back making fun of Kanye. Ooh, Let's no, no, no. I love Kanye. Well, do you yeah. love Kanye? I, I, I had to, I had to retract it. my statement. Say it, Joanne. That, uh, you I love used Kanye? to be in love with Kanye. Say I still believe he's a fan. Late registration Kanye, I'm down for him. And why don't you Late registration Kanye. Because you know what? The personal has taken over the artistic now. I can't. And by the way, the Trump thing is a hard no for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That taking hip-hop culture and putting it in the service of this president Yes, I can't be for that. You have Cannot. to take into you have to take into account his where he is You guys, thank you for listening you to for read listening. this. Sorry. We love you guys. Sorry, we gotta go. We love you. We gotta go. Okay. Follow us on social media. Bye. 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 <laughs>